Hello, Husky fans. This is Trevor Mueller with Sports Illustrated Husky Maven Channel, and you are listening to the Noah Dickerson Show. Noah, thank you so much for coming on. We're going to talk some Husky hoops. Are you ready? Of course, of course, of course. All right, so Washington has had two games since we last spoke. Washington uh, went 1-1. One one. They defeated the Seattle Redhawks 73-41, and then they fell right at the buzzer to the Oregon Ducks in the second conference game of their season 74 to 71 Noah, we're gonna first focus on the seattle u game uh obviously washington took care of a lesser opponent to get their first win of the season what were your thoughts about uh playing seattle and you also played against seattle in your time what is that game like uh i mean it's like it's like when you play your little brother yeah you know I mean? it's like basically like when you play your little brother uh, I'm glad they, they took care of business. You know, they came out with a whole different fire. Like, they played totally different. And that was the first time we saw Connor Quade get moved to the two. Yeah. And, and, and I, I like that. They were rolling. Oh, man, I like that. They were rolling. Everybody was flying to the glass. Everybody was coming back to rebound. Like, a, to, a totally different team. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally, and that's... Totally different. And that's what you expect. This This... Seattle Washington game is usually a game you see it's the first first four games of the season way before you get to conference play but obviously in this COVID season it happened after Washington has played some really tough teams um, one of the things that was really interesting is Quade uh, moving to the two guard and the emergence of Nate Pryor who ended that game with uh, 13 points and more importantly, four assists on the day. Uh, what do you know about Nate Pryor's game? Uh, not much, honestly. <laughs> not much, honestly. Uh, uh, but, I mean, what he does show is he can shoot and he can pass the ball. He can really facilitate and he can play defense. Yeah, and those are really important things. And he came in, um, obviously, the year after you left. Yeah. Um, so, and, and he was a guy that also, I, I mean, I didn't know much about until we saw him and and uh we're not going to spend a ton of time on the seattle game but he got a lot more minutes in that oregon game uh, another line that i like to see is uh, nate roberts has really emerged as as hopefully as he continues this season as a guy who's going to be more of a double double threat he had 10 points and eight rebounds um five of them were on the offensive side so uh that's something you really like to oh, see yeah. out of nate roberts who Love yeah. you know he Hustle he's a huge. yeah he he's no, he's an energy guy no definitely um so we're gonna close the book on seattle because i mean really good yeah, to was... get right game but really the game of this week was oregon and what are your initial thoughts on that oregon game man so it was funny, so I'm sitting there, I'm talking, I'm talking to some of my friends, and I'm like, man, like, is it going to be a game? Because I'm sitting there, but without even knowing anything, I say, man, they've been looking pretty, uh, I don't know if they're going to get it. Like, Oregon is usually a team that's, you know, pretty tough to beat. I've only beat them, I beat them, like, maybe twice my whole career, yep. something like that. Yep. Only been, like, once or twice. And so I'm like, Oregon's one of, was always one of those tough teams. I was like, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. And so I was, uh, you know what I mean? I wanted them to pull it out because I thought, man, I thought Quarter was going to hit that uh, one last long one. It looked great. Yeah. Um, but um, but they, you know, I mean, they 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 brought it all together. You know, I I I'd rather them not go down after fight back like they did. But uh, they, it looked like a 
like a, again, another totally different team. Yeah, and really the first half, Washington struggled to control the ball. They had uh, a lot of their turnovers in that first half, and they were down 10 uh, at the break. Yeah, it, very ugly. Uh, and, you know, watching the Utah game the week before, you're starting to think that this, ga- this game really might get away from Washington. Yeah, exactly. They had the what they went in the halftime. They flipped the switch and instead of instead of you know what I mean going down by ten more, you know what I mean they they kept it. They kept going. Yeah, and obviously this this year is Quade Green's year to show why, you know he's a he's a, he was a five star recruit. He is absolutely carrying this team on the offensive side of the ball. He ended up with twenty six points, uh, four assists, and then he also added three rebounds, but. You know, he really wanted that 29. Uh, he got the ball at the buzzer and uh, came off the screen with a quick shot. It looked great. Unfortunately, it hit off the back iron. Um, what has there been a flip switch with Quade, or does he just know that on this team he's got to be more of the uh, the point scorer as opposed to last year when he had those guys that are now in the NBA? Uh, I mean, I mean, I'm. Pretty, I'm pretty much like he sees it's a different team dynamic, especially when now that you don't have Nas or any or any of those sure. guys. Um, he's gonna like he, uh, you lost a lot of your points, you know what I mean? And you gotta find how to you gotta find how to how to get those points back, you know what I mean? And one of uh, he's one of the most consistent scorers on the team right now, and so he's you know he's been you know especially after last year with his little debacle, uh, he's really trying to come back out this year and really prove himself and show why he, you know he deserves to be out there. Yeah, and a couple other guys that, you know, a guy that you turned us on to really, really early last year before he got much playing time was Raekwon Battle, who came off the bench, um, played about 20 minutes, and he had 19 points. He did shooting that ball, shoot. And the best thing about him is he was shooting the good ones uh, against Oregon. He, he One of his one of Raekwon's um, problems that he shoots sometimes some bad shots, like his shot selection isn't always as good, but he – you know, when he shoots the open ones, the wide open one, and his teammates are finding him, I mean, it's, it's money. It's cash. He, can shoot. he really can't shoot the ball. Yeah, and you see, we looked at some of the stats from the previous week, and, and the team had 10 assists on the night, which uh, is, a, is trending in the right direction for Washington. Um, another guy that I want to highlight is Eric Stevenson, who has had a little bit of a tough time finding his stroke and his rhythm with Washington. Uh do you expect that to come or, or, uh, almost definitely. Yeah. Is almost, it, you know, is it just not playing a lot together yet? Timing. Yeah. Timing stuff. You know, it's, it's, you know, it's hard. I, when I, even when I start having, making my way back to playing basketball again and doing all that, I'm, I'll be off wherever I go. Cause I just, you know, timing and such, it'll, it'll come, it'll come. It's been what, four games. It'll come. Yeah, absolutely. Um, looking at a couple other of the guys, um, Nate Roberts with the eight rebounds. Hamir Wright, he's doing everything again. He was three seven from the field, eight points, six rebounds, and a block. Um, we've talked about Hamir Wright as a glue guy, but outside of those two, uh, your leading rebounder after those is a bunch of guards with three. Uh, Washington ended up getting out rebounded by ten against Oregon. Uh, and those 10, they were, they matched 22 apiece on the defensive side of the ball, but on the offensive, offensive. side, it was 18 to eight. 
Yeah. Uh, it was at is uh, in the second half. I, re- I remember. I remember the uh, the sequence. Ugh. Yeah. Is that? Uh, I, I know we've talked before, and and in the two three zone, it is hard to find a body. Um, but how can Washington, especially somebody like, um, you know, they have a lot of forwards, but Riley Soren obviously being seven foot four. Um, yeah, I hope. Yeah. Uh, how do you get somebody more involved on the defensive side of the boards? You just got to stop watching. Everybody got to crash. You know, with the, with the rebounding thing in the zone, like you can't really box. It's not a boxing out thing. So like it's it it it's it, it, it's a hard you know you got to make sure you got to try to stop somebody to, so they don't get a running start at you you know what mm-hmm. I mean because if they get a running start they're just gonna jump be able to jump through you you gotta just check them you just gotta be able to jump and go get it you know it's it's a it's hard to rebound out of the zone it's one of the hardest things to do and so that's they just have to be more aggressive at it and just keep coming back. So we've talked about a couple of things we talked about the sloppy ball handling uh, or just taking care of the ball in general. And then the issues around um, defensive rebounds. But another one that you brought up is easy buckets that are being missed. What leads to those? Excitement. Yeah. <laughs> Ex- excitement. Uh, uh, man, just. Uh, I don't know exactly what that exact word, but excitement. Like those, those easy ones that you may miss in the first half, first two minutes. Those will come and get you back at the end of the game. Like those always come back and get you. And you know when it's you, know, you lose by three, you know two points. You know you miss two, three, four you know, easy laps that should have been made throughout the throughout the game. Make a one free throw here. You know what I mean? Like it all at all that adds up. You know. You know you're you're exactly right that these games. You know, Washington, I'll give Washington a ton of credit for fighting back against Oregon and playing so well when um, they got to be feeling uh, – I'm sure they're feeling good about the the Seattle loss, but they had that really tough loss at Utah. They showed some grit. Uh, You're hoping that as they get there, they're able to slow the game down for a full two halves. Yeah, no, for for sure, most definitely. That's – I think it would have been a totally different game if at halftime they were only down by four. Right. Than if they were down by ten. It would have been a toy I feel like it could have been a totally different game. Instead of fighting for their lives, it's more of a, you know, back and forth type of game. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right. Uh and is there any other takeaways that you wanna throw out there for the Oregon game before we move on to this week? Uh not 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 really. They they play well. I, I, I really like to see more of Quade, that Nate Quade uh combo uh, combination because I thought it worked well because Quade I, I feel like Quade has to be their their the scorer, you know, this year. And he has to, the ball has to be in his hands more of as a as a scorer rather than a point facilitator. Yeah, and they did that in really, really good ways as well, where Jamal Bay still hasn't necessarily found his um, rhythm from the field for, from a consistent basis. Um, but he seems to distribute the ball well as more of a stretch one as well. Uh, I think that com- those combinations are what's going to do it because he's – I mean, it, correct me if I'm wrong, but when a Raekwon battle comes off the bench uh, or a Cole Bejma, you're looking at um, – you're looking at Quade moving back to the one. Yeah, exactly. 
So moving on to this week, um, on Wednesday, Washington hosts the University of Montana at 8 o'clock, and then they host Colorado's coming to town. Um, Colorado is favorited right now. It's about a 70, uh, 70 to 29%. I don't have a line on it yet, but um, what does Washington – we're going to skip the uh, – the Montana game and, and move to the Colorado game. Uh, what is your experience with the Colorado Buffaloes? They seem very consistent. And what does Washington need to do to beat Colorado? Uh, so if, if I remember correctly, so so they have a couple guys that I played because they were freshmen, mm-hmm. and so they're they got a couple they have, they have a couple bigs, couple so bigs so box out. They have to they have to rebound the ball very well against them. They will crash the glass. And uh, offensively, that we we uh, got to find a, another consistent scorer other than Quadet. You know, I think that's uh, really really good. And looking at Colorado, they beat um, South Dakota SDAK, uh, but they also beat Kansas State by a clip of seventy six to fifty eight. Uh, they also lost to number 12, Tennessee, 56 to 47. So what do you think the two, three, what's the number that the two, three zone has to hold this Buffalo team to, to give Washington a chance to win? So like it's, it's, I, I, so me personally, I won't say a number because with them, I never thought it was their defense. I thought they just couldn't score enough. So it's really on the offensive side of the ball, where yeah, I, 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 I throughout the last the, throughout the last uh, four games that I've watched, I haven't really. I felt like the rebounding has to do a lot better. You know, the last two games, but but honestly speaking, like I think it's their problem is they have to find more consistently scoring the ball because. How how many points they're scoring in a game? They're, they're not going to win like that. Like you won't win many games like that because it's it's hard to keep a team under fifty. Right. You know? You're absolutely right. And just looking at it, I mean, Quade Green is by far and away the only consistent scorer on this team right now. Uh, he's almost ten points a game above number two. Quade is averaging seventeen points a game. Raekwon Battle. Uh, about seven and a half points a game. So they're still looking for that second guy to take the um, pressure off of Green because they're asking him also to be the floor general. Exactly. And it's hard to, yeah, it's hard to do that. And the team's going to start double team doubling him. And like, that's going to be, even, the ball's going to be even more and more out of his hand. Yeah. And, you know, it's really interesting because Raekwon Battle and uh, David Crisp are not the same player. Um, but I noticed when you were a junior, uh, teams were really keying in on you and it was the turning point for you guys was when David started to find really good shots and rhythm that started opening up the lane for you. And you're hopefully seeing that transpire with Raekwon battle right now. Yeah. And it's something else to help free up, free up. Because if 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 uh, Quade starts going and starts to get hot, they're gonna start uh, zoning in on him. And if Quade and uh, not Quade, if Raekwon can come in, hit a three or two, or and honestly anybody to help them not have to zone back in on Quade, and then it'll open back up for everybody else. You know what I mean? Because Quade is also a fantastic passer. Right. Um. So, and maybe this is apples to oranges, but you know the 
conventional wisdom is is when you are doubling a big that usually leaves somebody on the outside open is that the same when you're doubling uh somebody on the outside no no so if they're gonna so like oregon did it uh last time uh last game they were doubling quite off the screen so they're all hard hedging it into a trap. So really what's open is, uh, let's say if you come up a ball screen up at the top, they hard hedge it. You're going back towards the half court line. What's open is because that guard is going to come from the corner and shoot up to the big because no, normally a big is going to stay after setting the screen if you're going to get uh-huh. trapped. And they're going to shoot for that gap. It's actually deep corner. Okay. One, one of your deep corners is going to be open. But they have to come up so you can see them. Right. And, uh, you know, that corner is where Hamir Wright uh, has made most of his threes in his career um, as a Husky. That could also be a place where you could see an Eric Stevenson really start to find his rhythm as well. No, yeah, definitely. Easy shot. Awesome. Well, that's it for the Noah Dickerson show. I'm Trevor Mueller. He's Noah Dickerson. Go dogs. Go dogs.